right now, today is our conclusion uh, section of this particular series that God has for us. It started with a thought. It started with a thought. Maximizing mental victories. Maximizing mental victories. Very, very important. Today is part three of three. Maximizing mental victories. Part three of three. Matthew 4, 1 through 11, our foundation scripture. That's rock and roll. Matthew 4, 1 through 11, you can verse. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, and we understood this was not the devil physically coming to him. This was the devil throwing darts, throwing, throwing darts in the form of thoughts. Uh, he said, if you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he, praying Jesus, he answered and said, it is written. And Jesus then goes into a scripture, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Guess what? The devil said, okay, let me try another thought. So he throws another thought out. He said, then the devil took him up into a holy city. And he notices him telling thoughts because you know Jesus would not physically follow the devil. Think about that. If, if the devil was in person, if he was a physical entity, do you think Jesus, the way we know Jesus, would allow the devil to physically take him up into a holy city? No. <laughs> the devil was throwing thoughts, trying to get Jesus to think more of himself, more highly than he ought to. That's where he was. So the devil threw this thought. Then the devil took him up into a holy city, uh, I think it was great, and sent him on a pinnacle of the temple. They said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands uh, they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. The devil was trying to quote and, mis and misinterpret the description there in Psalms 91, 11, a and 12, and Jesus responded. Then get to a whole big debate. He, Jesus said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, Jesus just simply said a scripture. Amen. Okay, so the devil said, okay, we try a third time. So you got to imagine yourself as Jesus. This series is about imagining yourself in Jesus, as Jesus in this particular moment. Saying, okay, he's throwing thoughts. How did Jesus handle that? Okay. Again, the devil took him up the third time on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan. What is written, you shall worship the Lord, uh, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then we see the blessing that comes from all this victorious battle that Jesus won. Then the devil left him. Wow. And behold, angels came and ministered to him. And that was uh, Matthew's version, uh, Luke's version, and concludes with Luke 4.13, concludes with now, this is all, Luke's has the same. He uh, has a different vantage point, so he looks at it and, and writes and uh, adds this piece. He said, now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Yeah. So what that tells us is a couple things. One, that when the devil threw thoughts at Jesus, Jesus just replaced that thought instead of Jesus embracing that thought and saying, hey, yeah, I can see myself on a high mountain. I can see myself being a man. Now Jesus said, no, no, no. Jesus replaced the thought with the scripture. Yeah. We also see that the devil left. When Jesus did the process, the devil left. Even though the devil tried to come back, the Jesus, um, the Jesus kept doing the same thing, and the devil left. We also see that that's what? devil's going to try to come back at an opportune time. Who knows if it's 10 minutes from now, an hour, two weeks from now? He's going to all, as long as the devil exists, and we learn in other series, 
before that there's going to be an end time when God destroys them. Um, devil's not, guess what? Devil's not in hell, y'all. It's like what the cartoon said. He's not in hell. He's walking around in the heavens. Amen? And his demonic forces are all in the spirit realm trying to do things against us. That being the case, there is going to be a time when he finally gets destroyed. You can go back to that series. Uh, but you but you got to understand, until that blessed time, we're in another blessed time right now, where God is equipping us to walk around in the earth and experience and do the same battles that Jesus did and get the same victory. Amen? Amen. Amen. But that requires us to do the same process. So we are Christians, which means we're trying to go to be more Christ-like. We will continue to be in that process until we go to be with the Lord. Being Christ-like means do the things that Christ did. Right? Following his instructions. So one of the things Christ did was when thoughts came that were not like God, he replaced those thoughts with scripture. Amen. Amen. He put this in here for us because it is the only it is the main, that's probably a better way to say it. It is the main method of the enemy. Mm. Yeah. You go back and track things you may have done in your life, you go back and track things that people you see on TV. It started with a thought that wasn't dealt with. Yeah. Come on. And even if thoughts come, we learned last week, guess what? You may have some things you're going through mentally. It's not too late. It's certainly best when the thought first comes, but it's not too late. Just do the same process and get that thing out of you. Does that make sense? Very, very important because we don't, we've unfortunately seen the end results. We don't see. I mean, now I know mental health is a big, popular thing, and I know people are going through that, so being sensitive about that. But you know how the world is. They, they, see, they see something, and everyone wants to gravitate to it, and everyone gets labeled that. Those who actually are walking in that, unfortunately, and those who aren't, they just get labeled that. But irrespective of that, we don't always see the enemies. We, we don't always see the process we just unfortunately sometimes see the end results yeah. of things when yeah. people say they're depressed. Yes. That started back with a thought. When we hear about a suicide, yeah. that started with a thought. So oftentimes we see the end result. We don't see the process. So this is an opportunity for us to apply it ourselves and share with people because we we want those end results to change. God has a purpose and destiny for it from the from the baby that's in the womb, yeah. from conception. Yeah. Lord Jesus, all the way up through the time they go to be with the Lord, Amen. God has a purpose for that person. Yes. And so we have to do our part to help people grow and develop. Because if, this is a, if, he, if the devil tried his best against Jesus and this was the method, he's going to do that method with us. So why should we do anything different than what Jesus did? And, uh, trust me, I was a psychology major. Uh, so I get the whole natural thing. In college, I was a psychology major in undergrad. Okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. There are a lot of there are a lot of natural things out there. What's what's the newest fad? Um, no, uh, no, what's the other one? Um, some speaker. There are a lot of natural things that people can gravitate to for help. Oh, motivational speaker? Yeah, yeah. Oh, motivational speaker. Yeah, life coach, motivational speaker. Yeah, yeah. 
psychologist, I, look, there are a lot of natural things. And I know sometimes people are spiritual following those pieces. Sort of psychologists, I, I get all, all of those pieces. And if they're spiritually based, then great. But you, we shouldn't go so far outside trying to do fight a spiritual battle with other natural things. The only way to defeat the spirit is by the spirit. Period. The devil will whoop up on your head. Just like the Stephen. It was like. Thinking they was uh, spiritual, that they were, they were Jewish people trying to think they were trying to be spiritual. And you look at the Bible. He said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Well, who was you? This is the enemy, the mind force. Whooped up, physically whooped up on them. So we, look, we got to make sure, and it's all love from motivational speakers and psychologists and everything else. I get it. If your heart is for the Lord, for the Lord praise God, keep up in the Lord. But just make sure for all of us, I don't care if it's them, you gotta make sure that you it's gotta be the Bible. It's gotta be the Bible. Because if it's not Bible based, then it stands a chance that there could be a loss to that person. So we gotta make sure that all the other natural things can be helpful. I get that, but we gotta make sure it's Bible based. This is not a slam. So I don't, I don't, I don't believe in slamming things and people. But we gotta make sure that we, when we are trying to fight, we, this is the number one attack on the enemy. Yeah. This is one thing that God puts in my heart with regards to this, this series and this piece. You all, you will hear pieces about thoughts throughout this ministry because it is because it is the number one attack by the enemy. Yes. And people are. But if we get this process, we can walk in a lifestyle of victory. That's important. Because all your actions started with a thought somewhere. Yeah. And, like God said, you don't have to feel like you're going to um, have to do this with your physical strength. You can't do it. That's why you have the Holy yeah. Spirit with you to help you. Amen. Very, very important. This, this is, all God's series are important, but this is another one you've got to say, i gotta, I got to mark this down. Amen. i got to make sure. I'm going to mess my mental victories, amen? We understand God's text for the series to understand or not to take any kind of thoughts, blessed or, or positive for granted, and then a lifestyle, consistent thoughts. We want to live an abundant life. Abundant life includes so many things, you know, talking to people about Jesus, um, not, you know, walking in divine help. It includes so many things, but Jesus came. One of the things Jesus came to do, you look at John 10 and 10. But also it comes with having the mind of Christ, having the same mind. Bible says, hey, God not give you the spirit of fear, but power, love, and We gotta make sure we rock and roll with this. All right, let's rock and roll. Let's do our let's do our review. So, uncovering God was uncovering any plans we see here in Ephesians six and sixteen. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which which you will be able to fight all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So we understand those fiery darts were were thoughts. Those thoughts. That's how the enemy comes. God is uncovering. Okay, so enemy those thoughts got it. And then also, how do those thoughts appear? Well, that's what the Second Corinthians eleven and fourteen, New King James version. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms him transforms himself into an angel of light. That means all those thoughts don't appear as if you were about to kill somebody. Right. Well, because you may say, oh, that, I ain't doing that. <laughs> that. That wouldn't entice you. The enemy would fail every single time. So sometimes, the, the, often, the thoughts that come are going to seem appealing. 
But it's not going to be appealing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's not going to be uh, appealing to your spirit. It's going to be trying to appeal to the other parts of you. It's going to be trying to appeal to your soul. It's going to be trying to appeal to your body. It's going to be trying to appeal important, important to also to that flesh, that old carnal nature. So, so, so even though your flesh may seem like it's cool, oh my God, your spirit's going to say, no, something's wrong with that. Right, I know our, I know our youth are in here today, but you know, it just, just, just think, think about the example. So let's just say you set a guideline in your household. Okay. Blessing, when you come home from school, first thing you do after you get a snack is to do your homework. Blessing comes home, gets the snack, and then opportunity comes to say, you know what I heard from my friends today that they were something funny on YouTube. Oh, I know that little cartoon is coming on. <laughs> now, let's just say the friend told them something that was positive on YouTube, like, like a dunk, a basketball. Let's say it wasn't about all, all fighting and all kinds of stuff. That's a whole other viral thing. Uh, but let's just, say, let's just say it's about a basketball dunk or something like that. Doesn't seem evil, doesn't seem bad. A basketball player dunking a ball doesn't seem like it's somebody shooting somebody. Because that's the devil presenting himself as an angel of light. Yeah. Let me not do what my parents said, even though the Bible says obey your parents. Yeah. Let me do this little thing, because, you know, it's only a few minutes. Because the enemy tries to get us off little by little. Mm -hmm. So we got to make sure. But that, it came as a thought. Because yeah. little blessing was, got home, got the snack. And that thought came, oh, yeah. Juwan. Kids turn the age of two, 
they have a whole long year or a consistent pattern of not behaving correctly. And so when we weren't walking in that much level of maturity that we have been growing in now, but we know enough to be like, no, I don't want to do that. This is like, well, because this is, well, we have a line in 2000, so, so it was around that time. We're like, no, I don't believe that. Uh, it can't be God's will, but all right. kids that turn to age of two, all of a sudden they have a whole 365 days or roughly consistent pattern of acting bad. We're like, no, 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 uh. but, but it's before Milan was born. So we didn't do something with that and not embrace it. By the time Milan turned two, we could be walking in fear. Because those were indirect thoughts that we heard either through TV or through friends or those guys. And sometimes what people may have experienced might have been legitimate. Not taking away the facts from them, but guess what? It might have been a fact for them. Right. And it could be love and glory. That doesn't mean it has to be in your house. Right. Does that make sense? So we was like, no, 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 no. So that was like an indirect thought that we had to deal with because if not, come 365 days times two, which I guess is two years now, whatever I'm happy to we could have been walking in fear like, uh-oh, let's dread it. Or the minute line did something, oh, it's terrible too. No, 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 no. So that's indirect thoughts, all right? That's how the enemy tries to come. But we understand, but God, because of God, we can we understand we are righteous, so we can don't have to. We have a plan of God that we don't have to focus on bad thoughts. We don't have to just walk in bad thoughts. We don't have to apply our lives based on the things that the enemy gives us. Why? Because we're the righteousness of God. We understand we are royal priesthood. We understand we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We understand we are made. Think about this. We are made in the image of God. Just meditate on that for a high second. We are made in the image of God. He could have done that with anything else that walks this earth, or that's one earth. But he didn't do that with the ox. He didn't do it with the donkey. He didn't do it with the horse. He didn't do it with the tree. He didn't do it with the grass. He didn't do it with the dog. He did it with us. Which goes back to the other series God talked about, which is the only reason we are alive is to glorify Him. Praise God. So because of these blessings and more, we can understand that, hey, we have to walk in those things that come from thoughts. Here's more proof text, 2 Peter 1, 2-4. 2 Peter 1, 2-4, New King James Version. Grace and peace be multiplied. Whoa, what we got? We were in the series before. We already had the peace of our Christians. This is being multiplied inside of us to you and how? How does that grace yes. peace in you get multiplied? How? It's through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. That means we walk in the peace that God already given us, and grace and peace within us gets multiplied in abundance. How? When we continue to learn and grow more about God through Jesus Christ. As his divine power has given, he's already done to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. God's not leaving anything out. That's a good thing. That means God's not like, I got some other stuff for you. I mean, obviously, he got heaven. <laughs> but he's not withholding that from us because he ain't, he ain't trying to see us sooner than we need to see. But God's not, he's, I'm giving you everything. Other scripture talks about, he who did not spare his own son, but deliver him up for us all. How shall he not with him give us all things? That means if he'll give you Jesus, why in the world will he withhold a new job? Mm. The biggest thing, new job is more important to God than Jesus. No, he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. That's a true and living God. He ain't holding nothing from us. 
who the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these of oh, you may be partakers of the divine nature. So that means when those thoughts come, we don't have to walk in, oh, beloved, please receive this. I know sometimes as we receive Jesus our Lord and Savior, we're bathed in Christ and we got to continue to grow until we be of the Lord. But we got to understand, beloved, please, as a body, once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are, please bold and underline this, you are no longer a sinner. Amen. Amen. Receive this. Amen. A sinner is one by label and title who consciously and even unconsciously commits sin and has no heart towards change or no conviction to that what they just did was bad. They don't have a rule set. That's a sinner because that's their heart. That's their lifestyle to what engage in those things. A Christian is one who has Jesus as their Lord and though they, you, I, we, commit a particular sin act on a day after receiving Jesus, our heart and our mind is that we reveal, we feel the conviction and we don't want to do that anymore. That's the difference. We want to be more and more like our Lord. We don't want to do that sin we just did two hours ago or last week, whatever. That's the difference. That's who our... We have a divine nature. Yes. Amen. So, beloved, if you receive Jesus, your Lord and Savior, please, with songs and everything else, don't keep calling yourself a sinner saved by grace. Amen. Amen. You are saved by grace, but you're no longer a sinner. sinner. Amen. Because your heart and your mentality is towards to be more and more like Christ. Yes, you may have committed a sin two hours ago, but that doesn't mean your nature is that anymore. Amen. Your nature is that you want to be more and more like Christ. Amen. And you want to get that sin and not repeat it again. That's different than you might have been two years ago when you wasn't loving the Lord and you were just out there doing all kinds of stuff you wanted to do and you could care less about some Jesus or some God. And you was just trying to go out there and do it. Your heart and mind was towards sinning. Right. Glory to God. That's where the repenting in Luke 13 and 3 it says, it's in the Greek it's metano. That means you have a chain of heart and mind towards sin. That's the repenting piece. Amen? So we have a divine nature. Oh, here we go. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. When we choose to receive Jesus, we escape that. So again, this is a but God moment so that when thoughts come to us, we understand we have a divine nature. We can walk in the things of God. We can do the things God wants us to do. Oh my God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen? Now. We understood, let's learn some of you, there were three pieces, three options with regards to how to handle direct thoughts. One was just do the Jesus process. Mm-hmm. When the thoughts come, replace that thought with the scripture. How often do you keep doing it, Pastor Mike, until that thought goes away? So you keep saying the scripture. We're going to talk another, another add to that process in a second. But you keep, you keep doing what Jesus did. Did Jesus change the thought? He just said the scripture. That's right. And let the word do what it's supposed to do. And when the devil came with another thought, just like he may try to come with you in that five, ten minute moment or whatever, you just keep saying it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Let the word do its stuff. You don't put, you, you just say it and believe the scripture and let it do its thing. Glory to God. But let's just say, if you happen not to remember scripture, another thing God said was just say the name of Jesus. Oh, glory to God. At the name of Jesus, it is so powerful. So if you happen not, you just have enough. 
uh, flustered moment by accident, and all of a sudden you just can't remember scripture in a moment, just say the name Jesus. How often you just keep saying it, keep saying it. The end result was that he left Jesus, he being an enemy, that means he's going to leave you. So, when that thought comes, if you have not remember scripture, keep saying the name of Jesus. Remember, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, will be in heaven, on earth, and those currently under the earth. So we got, and every time we confess that, Jesus Christ is Lord. So we say this, when you're ministering to people and trying to evangelize, encourage them to say, and how are the Lord, Holy Spirit has you to do it, because different times, different people, how you water, how you plant seed, may vary. What is going to vary? But it is good for people to know. Even the atheists, they are going to call Jesus Lord. Come on. Come on. It is going to happen. That's a fact. So it, it's, it's best, there you go, it's true. It's best to do it when they can make the choice yes. to do it and yes. walk around and serve God. Yes. Because if it happens, when they go to that great white throne, they that knee's going to bow. They're going to recognize that Jesus is Lord, but unfortunately, right, at that right. point in time, they're going to be on their way to the fiery flame. Jesus. So we got to make sure that. Yes. Amen. So, okay, same name, Jesus. Also, you pray in tongues. That heavenly language that comes when you see the baptism with the Holy Spirit, it can come at that moment when you see the baptism with the Holy Spirit, or as you continue to walk, at, walk out in your relationship with the Holy Spirit. That heavenly language, tongues is. Paul says, I, I, I'm happy to speak tongues. I speak tongues more than you all. So it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a heavenly prayer. Like You go back to the series about understanding the Holy Spirit. You can go back to that on YouTube channel as well. But it's, it's another opportunity to take your walk with, a, with the Lord into a deeper place. Um, we can have that heavenly language. You can look in Jude 20 as one example. All right? Then we talked about indirect thoughts. <laughs> I'm going to tell a good thing this uh, that happened to me this week. I forgot to tell you about it. I'll say it now. So indirectly, thoughts can come through, uh, through again, through radio, through TV, anything like that. And again, it may not necessarily be directed at you, but you need to do something with it, because if not, it's like, it's like when Good Thing and I was hearing before Milan was too hearing about terrible twos, if we didn't do something with it, that, 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 those words could become thoughts, could be allow fear to come in. So you got to do something. So even if you're, you're watching TV and you're hearing something about psoriasis or whatever, all you think, I tell you, I so many commercials about prescriptions these days. Outside. You gotta do do what the scripture says. Do the scripture principles in Luke four thirty five and Psalm ninety one seven. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. Yeah. You might like you just in there cooking some spaghetti. They ain't talking to you on that. So you just in there cooking some spaghetti. You like some surprise. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. You gotta say ten thousand may call, but you're not going Amen. Use those scripture principles because if not, if it's undealt with, it just lays dormant. Then it gives an opportunity. It, was, it gives water by not, not doing anything with it and opportunity to believe it yeah. later on. Yeah. All right? So, got to make sure you do it. So, I'm going to tell my queen this this week. So, so, I had a, so, I had an opportunity to use that principle by using the, the Jesus process. It was like using the, those sorts of principles in the, in the Jesus process from direct thoughts. So, so I had a discipline this week. And, uh, so, you know, you know they had the high, the high dentist, because they don't want to know they clean the teeth. Um, and then the dentist comes in and kind of checks and inspects and makes sure everything's cool, all that kind of stuff. And so, so the high dentist was cleaning my teeth. And so, I guess she noticed something. So she said, uh, do, you, do you snore? I said, well, I said, not normally. I said, every, I said every, every, every rare once in a while, like, if I'm extremely tired, I'll snore. I said, well, that's not my story. 
So she was like, well, you got to be careful because you, you can have sleep apnea. I said, uh, sleep apnea? Now, Terrence, my, my mouth is open. And she, she got, like, physically open. She, <laughs> so I said, uh, so I said, sleep apnea. I said, what? Because <laughs> then before I got the case to get the water, you know, you get the water, you get the garlic, and stuff like that. So I said, sleep apnea. Now I heard about it, you know, because you hear about it on TV and something like I said, which one is that? Because I got another couple of sleep things out there too. And she said, yeah, that's the one. She said, she has it. She said, that's the one where uh, uh, people stop breathing. Terrence, with my mouth open, I'm like, are you got me? I'm like, I'm not receiving that. She's like, there's be a lot of reasons as to why you snore. Bless her heart. She, I think because she had it, she was trying to be helpful. So I understand her intent. But I ain't receiving that. I was like, I, 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 you got me, I, 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 you got me, I was like, so I, I used that principle with the direct thoughts. Why? Because I'm like, I ain't trying to receive me stop breathing in the middle of the night when I'm unconscious. I was like, now I'm sensitive to those that may have it because that's a real thing. Father in Jesus' name, y'all are healed. Y'all can get delivered from that in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Bible still says all things are possible to those who believe. It doesn't say all things are possible except for sleep apnea. You know what I mean? So let's, let's believe God for that. So I'm in agreement with y'all. But I wasn't trying to receive that. I was like, and then I was leaving the office. Holy Spirit said, you don't have it. Don't, you don't need beer, so you don't have that, dang, dang, dang. There's 10 million reasons why people may snore. And I don't snore at all. I was like, no, no, no. What did I say, Marisol? I said when I was extremely tired, right? But, but on, on my norm. You know that scripture? When Jesus could do no mighty works, why could he do no mighty works? In the old house, old house. Those people around, see? See? Don't even believe in me! People in the camera, all kinds of that's, that's, that's my family, that's my family. So, but the point is, I was there with my mouth open. I don't care what it takes, because I, I knew the process. I was like, I ain't got, because that, that thought, that tried to come. I was like, no, that, that tried to come on the fear of like, Lord to God, like, like not breathing in the middle of the night. I was like, I ain't receiving that. I, 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 now, so anyway, so now today God wants to go home. So we talked about direct, how to deal with handle, how to handle direct thoughts and how to handle indirect thoughts. Now God wants to prepare us before the moment. So we, we know how to handle in the moment. Now God wants to prepare us before the moment because as believers, we want to be prepared. I was like, we're not ignorant of the enemy's devices. So if we're not ignorant of the enemy's devices, what the scripture says, that means God's given us a process to know beforehand. You know, it's best to have things in you so when those moments in life come, you know how to handle it. Right. Now, if you don't know, you, can, you can always say the name of Jesus, you can God will, God will get you out of it. But it's best to be prepared before the moment. Amen? So let's look at the checklist, checklist of preparation. First, got to understand, let's, the first thing we have to do in preparing for the moment or the next moment is to have a, everyone hear this, have a willingness to embrace the Jesus process. Yeah. It starts there. You have to choose to believe that if it worked for Jesus, it will work for me. Yeah. I'm saying it real slow because I want everyone, not me, I do, but God wants everyone to get it. That's where it starts. We have to be willing to embrace that if it worked for Jesus, it will work for us. Let's not try to do something different. All right. 
another step of a prayer is then Jesus could do those steps because he knew some scriptures. So our next checklist is to progressively increase in learning scriptures. Yes. Again, don't feel condemnation if you don't know Genesis and Revelation today. But just have a heart to want to learn more. And you know, don't put pressure on yourself. Because again, study this or yourself approved, so don't just read it like a like a Huckleberry Finn book. Take time, read, study, underline. If you have a physical Bible, it should be like underline and don't scratch out. Jeez, you don't want to scratch out. But you want to underline and put some circles around, like, okay, yes. You want, and then go back and cross-reference and say, okay, if I'm in Genesis 5, it may, it may refer me to Numbers 2. It may refer me to Ephesians 5 and, you know, whatever. So cross-reference and study. But take time and progressively learn more scriptures. This way, again, preparing for that moment, then you'll have at least one or two scriptures in you to prepare for that moment. So Jesus, obviously, he embraced his own process, but he was able to do this second one because he knew some scriptures. Does that make sense? So one thing we need in preparing for this is to learn some more scriptures. Amen? Amen. All right, now, thoughts regarding, so if if you are currently dealing with an uh, area, area, uh, area of concern, a thought that comes that tries to bring concern, or you're dealing with a, a sin habit, uh, or area of challenge, this is what we got to do. So first and foremost, pray and believe. Pray and believe in faith. You got What's impossible to please God? Without, what's impossible about blank? Faith. It's impossible to please God. What is that? Faith. Thank you. Y'all both said it. Faith. But I'll make it impossible to please God. So we got to do everything in faith. Amen? So that being the case, if you got to, if the thoughts have come and they're trying to present fear or some type of area challenge or some habit you've been doing that you want to get out of, one thing, the first thing you got to do is one, pray in faith that God grows it, that you walk in what God has for you. Yeah. And the area of concern could be like bills. Or, or, or your, your child could be in 11th grade and you may not have, if you haven't already started in faith about scholarships, you may have not having a natural plan financially. Yeah. And sometimes that, that that could be a shocking fear for parents. And that 11th grade year, like, oh, snap. Another year or so, they could be going to college. Well, that could be an air of concern. So you want to pray in faith about whatever and whatever God has for you. If you want to be for scholarships, praise the Lord. If you want it to be for money to pay for college, praise the Lord. But either way, you got to pray in faith, okay? Again, we talk about before the moment before, and before the next moment. You marry, you already have one. And through faith, let's do these next plans of action, these next steps. you got to label. you got to find what the area is. So whether it's anger, concern, it could be lust, it could be whatever it is, find that area of concern. You gotta self-label it. You know, don't 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 hide from it. Say, okay, I'm dealing with an anger issue. I'm dealing with a lust issue. I'm dealing with a self-control issue. I'm dealing with concern. I'm dealing with a fear. Label it. You know, don't don't run from it. Label what it is and then find it in the Bible. Look at the back of the Bible, look at your uh, your research uh, on the uh, uh, or the search engines and find the scriptures that deal with that particular topic. Whether it's anger, find out what it is. And then get all the scriptures that deal with that. Why? Because you're increasing in your knowledge of scriptures, all right? But it's that this is all, again, what before the moment. Right. Does that make sense? So you have stuff in you. And then review the scriptures. If you if you don't anger, view all the scriptures that you see about anger. Alright? Because you're learning and you're studying and you're growing. So that before that moment comes, you know, when your supervisor says something last week, you, you may even pop off. Now you get some scriptures and you know how to deal with that thought because that thought is coming like, how 
dare she come up? How dare she do this, this, and that? That's, a, that's that thought that comes. No, you want to prepare before that moment and say, okay, I got some scriptures in me now. So, okay, let me, let me help with that piece. All right, then also you got to choose the believe the scriptures. Then next you got to get one to, one to three of them in your heart. So when your supervisor, you know, you, you begin with this, the supervisor typically may try to message you and the, the thought comes to tell him or her off. And you get some scriptures in you now, like, wait a minute. There has to be something different between me and the person last week that did that. Somebody's got to see a difference because there's got to be some light in here. Now, the supervisor may not change in a moment, but he dealt with Sue, and Sue went off on him. And I'm a Christian. i got to do something different because there's got to be some light in here. Now, that doesn't mean I, I, that doesn't mean that I might have a legitimate... Um, area that we might need to talk and discuss, but let the Holy Spirit guide you, amen? So you want to get at least one to three of those scriptures in your heart, amen. and we knew how to get them in the heart. We got to get scriptures in the heart. We talked about many times before, two steps to get scriptures in your heart. First, believe it, yeah. and then two, keep verbally repeating it. Yeah. Keep verbally repeating it. The only reason, we say this all the time, the only reason my queen the only reason my queen knows her name is because her mom and her dad kept saying she chose to believe it. At some point in time, she said, my name must be Jamie. <laughs> and she kept saying it. They kept hearing it. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get scripture in your heart. And then finally, next we got to do, we actually got to do the scripture. We got to make sure we're doing it. All right? So what it means, when that negative thought comes in, we do what Jesus did. We replace that thought with the scripture. Meaning when the thought comes, you say, you know, let before the gifts shall prosper. And let before the gifts shall prosper. I can do all things in Christ and church me. And you say and keep saying. Very important. And then also, here's the other piece. Simultaneously do the word. Do Philippians 4 and 8. Whatever things are true, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are just, whatever things are noble, whatever things are praiseworthy, whatever things are good report. Meditate on these things. So when you say, no matter what you shall prosper, when that thought comes, start thinking about blessed thoughts. Start thinking about being on vacation. Start thinking about praise and worship. Think, meditate on a blessed thought. So if you're thinking about going on vacation, you say, no matter what you shall prosper, you're doing a twofold point. You're doing the word, and you're doing the word both times. You're doing the Jesus process. And you're doing the word. Praise God. You, devil, there's no way. The Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. You're doing it. You're doing it. Amen? All right. Then, next we said, they don't do the scripture. All right? Well, you, so, let's say, um, uh, <laughs> quick to listen, so to speak, so to become angry. That means you need it now. At that point in time, be quick to listen. Yeah. So to speak. And so to become angry. See, now at that point in time, you got to do the word, too. Does that make sense? That means you can't be... Don't be busybody. You know what I mean? Don't be... There are so many scriptures on us keeping our mouths closed. Yes, yes. come on. In the body of Christ, we got to learn that. Let's learn to listen. Yes. Everyone doesn't need to know what we're thinking. Amen. One, because it's not biblical. So we're disobeying God. And then two, it's not profitable for us in the natural. Because we can unintentionally, verbally get ourselves into something we don't need to be in. Right. I don't care what I don't care what the topic is. Basketball. You don't have to give your opinion about it. Keep your mouth closed. Listen. Then you're able to find out where you might be able to help people. Or, guess what? And learn from people. Amen. So you gotta do the scripture. And then guess what? So that's the process. And then D is like, hey, just like when the devil came the second and third time, and then the other scripture said he's gonna come for another opportune time. We just keep doing A through C. I change the process. It worked before. It won't work again. And let's make sure we're sharing this with our family. Share it with our kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, have, have, have they getting this down? 
She got many more years of doing this. Oh my gosh, she ain't got to see 20, 30, 40 years old to get this process done. She did it now. Man, as much as kids say stuff, you know, bad in the schoolyard, and, and kids can sometimes unintentionally be mean. Man, having gets this thing down, she's walking and rolling. Does that make sense? She ain't got to wait till older. She get this thing down. She's seven, eight, seven. You know, she can rock and roll with this. Finally closing out, we got to understand, we, just, we know the scripture, but our words, our thoughts can lead us to victory in life. Thoughts can be, we can be used for our victory, all right? Philippians 4, 8 through 9, freaking language. Finally, brother, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, do what? With all these things, meditate on these things. That means both think about it and also chew on it and say it. Say, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Glory to God. So thoughts, we can walk in victory through our thoughts as well. We continue to operate in the action God has for us to walk in. Give God some glory. Of God that wants to help us. Yeah. He's not just some far distant deity out there. No, God, when we have a relationship with His Son Jesus Christ, we have a relationship with God. Yeah. When Jesus died on the cross, that veil was torn in two. Yeah. One, so that the Jews and the Gentiles, everyone that wasn't a Jew, everyone can go to God. Praise the Lord. And the second one, and we, we learned this before, the second one is that we can go to God directly. Yeah. We don't have to have a higher priest. In the Old Testament, we had to have higher priests to communicate with God. Our higher priest now is Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen? So we got a God that can talk directly with us through His Son, yeah. through His Holy Spirit Hallelujah. to help us. Hallelujah. Praise God for this series. Because yeah. now we, we don't have to be in despair about thoughts. And, and even if you find yourself with a, a, a concern that's been on your mind, going to God for weeks and days, we just have to wait. The Holy Spirit will snap you out of it. Say, wait a minute, deal with this. You don't have to walk around in despair and be thinking about a, a thought or a concern over the course of days. Because it could be a legitimate natural concern. Yeah, sure. But deal with it the way Jesus dealt with it. And the Holy Spirit will give you some wisdom, some plan of action about whatever item it is. It could be concerning if you happen to be currently living paycheck to paycheck and all of a sudden you had an unexpected car issue. Yeah. That's a real natural thing. Yeah. But... We still do the Jesus process, and when we do his process, he will help guide us and give us wisdom on how to get out of that situation yes. and deal with that car yes. piece. Thank you. I trust God. Trust God with all our hearts. Amen. Mm -hmm. Not our own understanding. Amen. Always acknowledge him, and he will what? Direct our path. Thank you, Terry. You got it. All right, give God some glory. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, God. 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 Thank